Find other great podcasts like this one at podmoth.network. Okay, welcome to My Creepy Haunted Life. This is Abigail Reynolds with my co-host, Michael Colby. Hey, everyone. Jack Billings presents Haunted Apartment Complex. Let's get spooky. <laughs> yeah, so good. Okay, so, Jack, do you understand now why referring to people as half-gay isn't... Yeah, yeah, yeah! Uh, sure thing, I mean, you know me, a man of the times, a man of your people. After all, you do know what they say. Oh, this should be great. Make sure we write this down. Don't. You're encouraging him. (laughs) Oh, yeah! Good thinking, M. Here, Hazel, you can use this parchment and mini golf pencil that I have hidden within my fanny pack. I've uh, got a pen, but thanks. Ew, what the fuck is that paper made of, Jack? It is not human skin. G- go on, tell her, tell her, Michael Honest Bones. Uh, tell the home wrecker that this parchment is a. Uh, Something very not gross. Jack, can you not start this again? And I'm also not sure that this isn't human skin, but you did promise that you weren't going to make this situation weird because you're literally the only one who ever makes it weird. I may have promised, Michael, but I also forgot. Oh, a lot like you forget to mind your own fucking business? Aw, but you're my little home wrecker. <laughs> oh, shut up. I'm going to get us another round while you two re-educate Jack B. Uh, hey, thanks, Hazel. Oh, righto. Education. That is exactly where I left off before everyone got so rude. After all, you know what they do say. One who is open to the constant education in this... Oh, Michael, quick, make sure you write it all down. (laughs) Jack, once again, Em and I split on good terms, and we're the best of friends. And the best parents ever. Agreed. The only thing Hazel wrecked was Michael's self-esteem, because he asked her out before I did. Hey, but yeah, always glad to be reminded of that. No problem, best friend and father of our offspring. Boy, howdy. Sure, I I got it now, I guess. So this whole thing isn't uncomfortable for anyone. No, I mean, why would it be? We hang out all the time. Well, it is a bit unnerving for me, Jack Billings. So, 
To solve this issue and right quick, do feel free to invite me to any and all of these hangouts of which you just mentioned. And Lordy Lou, I will do my oh so very best to accept your life choices. If it helps, I'm plenty uncomfortable for all of you right now. Wow, I'm glad you're willing to accept our life choices that have absolutely nothing to do with you. Very big of you, Jack. Yep. <clears throat> After all, you know what they do say. One who is open to the constant education in this beautiful thing that we do call life shall be best equipped to survive each and every social slash emotional disaster when it inevitably comes a rolling on through. <laughs> I got to say the whole thing this time. Hmm. Someone managed to jot that down, right? No. No. <clears throat> well, well, if you don't freaking document my wisdom, then how do you intend to reflect upon it and learn from it later? Let me dumb it down for you, huh? Ah, uh, here, let, let me let me explain this better. You know, for the way that your brains work. My God, he just never quits. <laughs> sure, you bet. I mean, never quitting is what I'm known for. One time, I played Monopoly for well over a week straight. Everyone else quit, but I played it out. And to this day, it is still one of the best life experience I have ever had. I still can't believe I lost that one, though. Fudging boardwalk in Park Place? That, that could just burn in heck. Jack, first of all, why are you playing Monopoly to begin with? The absolute worst game ever created. And second, you know what? I was going to ask how you lost a game to yourself, but I have a feeling I don't have time to hear the entire story. What? I, I zoned out a little there, bud. Uh, what, what I was trying to get at with my Monopoly story was that you were actually correct about something for once. <gasps> Congratulations, Michael. Oh, thank you, thank you. You know that my life revolves around earning Jack Billings' approval. <laughs> and it has paid off in abundance this time. Now, crew, buds, I am a married man, perhaps teetering away from my prime, Though I may not be able to keep up with the most socially accepted terminology for everyone's adventurous sexual lifestyles, I do my best. And I have now added bisexual to my brain thesaurus. So not only do I show myself to be an ally of you people, but dang, bisexuals. That does sound far more impressive than half gay. Yeah, uh, thanks a lot, Jack. Um, I, I mean, it's something. 
I mean, one day we might unpack the fact uh, that you just called us you people, but uh, yeah, baby steps, I guess. Let's take it one step at a time with Jack, and uh, Jack, I think the next thing you're going to have to get out of your brain thesaurus is you people. Well, you know, bisexual, that, that sounds French. <laughs> I mean, makes sense. After all, aren't most French folks very, uh, <laughs> you know, well-cultured? Wow, I was sure that you were going to say one half gay. I thought he was going to impress us again with his fancy new bisexual word. I would have put money down that he was going to say something like made of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those are all quality guesses, though a bit racist, huh? Think on that. Perhaps you three need to better educate yourselves on the French. Look, if we're going to make fun of anyone, I think the French is a pretty safe bet. I don't like to punch down, but really the French are... They're just kind of asking for it. Well, hey, hey, crew. Uh, while I have y'all here, uh, listen, I'm working up a new lawsuit, and uh, I'd like to get some honest feedback. Uh, w would you be up for, you know, a, a quick little story uh, about me getting my genitals severely injured in public, uh, followed by a Q&A? Did you cry? Uh, <laughs> Oh, oh, yes. Yes, I did. A, a little bit. Awesome. Uh, in that case, I absolutely want to hear your story. Aw. I mean, what happened to you this time, Jack B? Now that is the curious spirit I was looking for, Em. Great job. Righto. So, there was this one time I got my very real-life human penis caught in a dressing room door at the mall. Boy, howdy, it hurt like heck, and Lordy Lou, I screamed, and also, I cried. It was not a good situation, my neighbor friends. Yikes. All right, I, I'm going to ask the obvious question here. Why did you have your penis out in a dressing room, Jack? It, 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 it was a dressing room malfunction. Y you know, the kind that you hear about on the news? What I'm trying to say here is that my shaft is bound to be black and blue for like, I, I don't know, freaking weeks or possibly forever. There is some serious issues and, and, and I am too ashamed to go and show a doctor. Now, if I was a praying man, I'd beg for my wounded wanger to be on the mend and right quick. Sweet Satan, Jack. When did this happen exactly? Uh, well, I mean, who even knows anymore, Michael? Maybe, like, last week-ish? Or... I think it was probably two Sundays ago. I, I, I wrote it down in my dream journal. And you're going to try and sue, what, the mall? The dressing room attendant? Why the hell would you get money for swinging your cock around and getting an owie? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I had the entirety of my dick smashed up in that dressing room door, Hazel. I mean, sure thing, accidents do happen, but this, this is, this is just something else, and I demand compensation for my mental traumas and penile anguish. And, and sure, I'm gonna sue the whole lot of them. The mall, the girl who counted the articles of clothing upon entering the dressing room, the woman and children who were in fact the impetus of me slamming my door. Ugh. Boy, howdy, they will all pay. Hey, hang on. Just one second, Jack. Woman and children? You had your dick out in a dressing room where other people could see you, including children. Well, it's not like I invited them in. Well, but... But nothing, Michael. Who's raising this little voyeurs? Well... Gross! But did you have the door closed? Why, why does it matter if there's kids or the door closed? Like, why did he have his dick out at all? We well, are focusing on the wrong thing here. Well, I, I mean, I know Jack a little bit, and I know that he doesn't wear underwear about 75% of the time. Ugh. So this is, I know, I I didn't want to know it either. Yeah, but I know, I know, we all know, know about that, it. Michael. I... You tell us all the time. Oh, my God. And sometimes you show us. It also, when you're wearing jogging pants, it's very obvious. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So him not having, like, him having his dick out is the least of our worries. I think the most of our worries is why he was in a women's dressing room and why the door was open. This conversation is moving me from half gay to <laughs> full on lesbian. Uh, yeah, th those are all valid points, I, I guess. Whatever. Hey, let's stop talking about my broken penis. I, it used to be a good one. Re reliable, trustworthy, slightly below average in size, but, but full of heart and soul. Uh, some may even go as far to say memorable. Yep, Jack Billings and his most likely memorable John. Okay, that's all just great. But what I don't understand is why your dick was out in a public dressing room. <laughs> Buds, <laughs> I mean, in the dressing rooms, you get naked. Uh, no. No, you don't. Yeah, no. Uh, Jack, were you trying on underwear? Because you're uh, not supposed to do that. Neighbor friends? What, what are you even yim-yamming on about? Aren't you listening to my tale of woe? I was trying on an entire outfit! Okay, Jack, then please just tell us why your junk was out in the dressing room with an open door and women and children in there. Michael, I, I'm not gonna put underwear on top of underwear. 
Jack! So you were trying on underwear. Okay, yes, fine, yeah. That's what I said. Now, now can I continue or what? Listen, crew, I, I may have also forgotten to close the dressing room door, right? Are you with me? I, wide open. Gross. Yeah, Jack, uh, you know you can get arrested for that sort of thing. That's what the mother and her two children said. Oh my God, super gross. Okay, so did you try to shut the door or did the woman try to shut the door? <laughs> well, it, it ended up being sort of a, a joint effort. So when I was running forward to the very best of my ability to close the door, she was uh coming towards me to shield her children from my male nudity within milliseconds my entire wiener was all mashed up yeah <laughs> so uh you know not a great day for anyone involved <laughs> <laughs> what oh me <laughs> yeah i wish you would stop that i like there's so many questions here most of them involve uh, like involve the things that you're not answering about <laughs> yeah, yeah, the women and children being here but the next one involves why you're talking about this when we're in a public space instead of waiting until maybe we were in you know the confines of somebody's apartment so we had some privacy or something I just keep thinking about how weird he must have been running to get his dick to swing forward. Yeah, were you thrusting or like while hopping? approaching this woman? Yeah, how do you how do you run? Was it erect? I mean, I hate to oh. even ask, but that would Not explain anymore. it. I, I, I. <laughs> <win>. <laughs> Jack, this is a new thing I'm trying out. When I get bored with people or a topic at hand and, and want a way out or to change focus, I just pretend like I'm throwing up. And I think this round went much better than the last time I tried it. Right, Abigail? Uh, hello? Earth to Abigail? What the fuck? is going on. Jack, Abigail is not here. She hasn't been here all day. We haven't seen her since like three days ago. Who the fuck are you talking to? Whoa, well, well, that makes sense. I just thought she was ignoring me all day. I gave away my vomit trick, uh, so uh, I'm just gonna go claim that I have to dispose of some poop. I'll be in the men's room. I, I, I need some minutes. Alone. So, does he act this way intentionally or like... Oh! And, and conversation ideas, crew. Uh, for a while, I'm not up to anything sneaky. Definitely not. Uh, Hazel! You can brag about what a maze-tastic tipper I am now. 
you know, now that I found out that tipping's actually a real thing, and uh, a follow-up idea, uh, unlike everyone else at the table, I have never, ever, ever referred to you as a tramp. What? I've never called you a tramp. Uh, yeah, you did. Just this weekend. Okay, whatever. But you liked it. And how could he possibly know that? Don't look at me. And for the record, I've never referred to you as a tramp. Though I will admit to possibly talking about your lower back tattoo a few times. Nothing negative, though, I promise. Agreed. Uh, is that true, though? Does he actually tip you now? He does! It's crazy. That guy went from claiming that tipping people only happens in books and movies to accepting that it's real and just hands me anywhere from one to two hundred bucks every Sunday. What? Seriously? Oh, and tell him about going to church. (laughs) Okay, get this. So every Sunday, or as he likes to call it, tip day, he comes in with that musician you live next to. Ugh, what? Are you claiming that Jack hangs out with Brother James? Yeah. Going to church. Babe, I'm getting there. Okay, so every week, they're here, open to close. Jack rants on about his imaginary friend, Seamus Mc... Something or other. It's basically stories he tells James about his very own black magic wizard with necromantic powers. They just make this stuff up and drink until Pete kicks him out. They call it going to church. And they scream that out every hour on the hour. Going to church! I didn't even know that you guys were like open on Sunday, but that's the least of my worries right now. Uh, is he talking about Seamus McGregor? So you're saying that Seamus was actually a real person? That's kind of messed up. Yeah. Uh, Seamus McGregor was was like this weird black magic magician who lived in this town. And like he did all sorts of messed up stuff. And like it, from what people say, he was alive for hundreds of years and nobody was able to like catch him and like kids would go missing and pets would go missing and farm animals and stuff and like he was just sort of a a legend around until they actually found his burned up corpse like on the landlocked side of the Benson Street Bridge and nobody knows how he got there but then they took him to the morgue and uh, then his body disappeared. Nobody knows what happened to him. Like, all of this stuff is so freaking weird. Yeah, that's very messed up. Yeah, but we can talk about Seamus anytime. Can we talk about Jack for a second, like, while he's not here? There's a lot of stuff that's just not right about him. I mean, you did hear the episode where people claim that his wife is, like, an actual werewolf, right? Oh, poor Mikey. You jealous that Jack's married and won't be a sugar daddy? Ugh. Bleh. <laughs> no, that is a thought that I did not want in my brain. So thank you for that. No problem. So what do you mean by werewolf? Is it like like a fetish or some kind of 
cutesy pet name. You, wow. You don't even listen to the podcast, do you? Ouch. That hurts him. Shit. I, uh, try to. I have him downloaded, I think. I guess I just didn't realize that you and Abigail were, are still doing all of that. <laughs> hey, no need to throw salt in there. It's, uh, it's an open wound. Oh, shut up, you baby. I'm the one who actually does listen. Really? Yes, really. I always have it in the mix when I'm prepping stuff for my shift here at good old Super Beer Fun Town. Oh. Yeah. Well, thanks, Hazel. All right, all right. I'll have to catch up, I guess. So you're telling us that he owns a dead magic guy and married a werewolf. Well, the the dead magic guy, as you call him, is sort of just a rumor we don't really know anything about that. We also don't know anything about his wife. I didn't even know he was married. Yeah, well, that's also not for sure 100%. Nobody's ever met his wife. But the way that uh, Zach Doverbranch and Milton Gajewski talk about her, she's real and she's... A werewolf. The, the way they talk about her, she's a real werewolf, but I don't know if it's some sort of furry costume thing uh, or <laughs> do not open that door not for any reason listen I, I I gotta go tell Pete that I will definitely pay for all of the damages all I was trying to do was help I I thought they were having a baby but bye bye's I, I, I simultaneously want to go in there to see what happened and also want to move out of the state forever so I never have to find out. You would definitely need intense therapy after that. <laughs> hey, hey, did you guys get it? My joke? Bye's, like, you know, because bisexual. Uh, you know, from, from before. Please, just leave. Thank you for listening to Jack Billings Presents Haunted Apartment Complex, a proud member of the Podmoth Network. Today's episode was written by Matt Deterior. Editing and production by Michael Colby. Our theme song is by Kyle Check. Gabrielle Lewis-Stam voiced Hazel. Jericho Joy voiced Emily. Matt Deterior voiced Jack Billings. And Michael Colby voiced Michael Colby. If you want to get a hold of us, you can email us at jackbillingsofficial at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter, Jack Billings Pod, or my neighbor M-I-C-H-1. period threw me off. <laughs> I was like, M. Once again, M. Michael! I, <laughs> don't you know how the female body works? Respect! Obviously I don't. Just a little bit. Probably wouldn't be divorced. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Should you do the end of that again so I can... Or should I just do it? Just do it. Okay. Never quitting is known... Is known what for? It's known what I'm for. Just one second, Jack. Um, women... Woman... Women... Hang on. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. (laughs) Well, we're probably cutting all that. Sorry. I don't know about that. (laughs) I kind of like it. Today, we bask in the light of mustachioed greatness. Hi, this is Daniel Segura, host of the Mustachioed Podcastio. You like mustaches? You like movies? You like sexy chinganos? Well, the Podcastio is the place for you. We are talking legendary mustaches from Charles Bronson to the Great Bird Reynolds to the OG Ice T. Find the Mustachioed Podcastio anywhere you listen to podcasts. That is M O U S T Ashioed Podcastio.